What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Just Two Sweet Show. Of course, I, I start to share the show while during the two intros we have, and it doesn't pop up for me to share it, so I have to share it right now. So what I'm going to say is I am Mr. Big Sixty Tintabala. With me, as always, is my tag team partner, A to Z. Eric, what is up, my brother? Not much, my man. I had the same problem you did. I was going to share out to a couple, too, uh, to my page, and then... Uh, you were going to share out to the rest, and I did not see anything pop up. So uh, I think Mr. Farachi needs to get on his technical team and uh, see what the hell get because I am still not seeing anything. I haven't got it my notifications. I haven't got the feed. But I'm sure being the diligent uh, owner of a of a podcast network that Mr. Farachi is, he will get right on it, and he will have it fixed in a matter of time. I think that's a Facebook thing now. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I, I I would guess because Facebook, let's just be honest, is fucking half the time a piece of shit. Anyway. Don't, don't say it while we're on the air. Oh, yeah. The algorithm will fucking cancel us. Uh, <laughs> RC Cola, ladies and gentlemen, by the way. Always what do you got, Tim? What do you got? I I have the... Your bottle? Zero, zero sugar sun kiss in a Yankee cup. You know what? I got to say zero sugar sun kiss is fantastic. It is. It's pretty good. I enjoy it. Is it is good. It is really good. I enjoy it very, very much so. I enjoy well, it. Well, folks, WrestleMania season. WrestleMania is only a couple of weeks away. We will get into that too stuff. Um, but let, let's get into some, you know, little funny things. Uh, USA is up one nothing over Japan in the championship, by the way. Um, had to throw that out there. Championship of what? Uh, the World Baseball Classic. It's the final oh. game tonight, the championship. Okay. I haven't um, been following it. Yeah, well, last game tonight, USA versus Japan, so winner take all. Got to do it. Um, so we, I said right before we got we got on the air, Eric, we were talking about yet another. As much as we love, you know, Hulk Hogan, we do. He, he he's our childhood hero, one of them anyway. He is what he is. He's a legend, one of the greats, one of the Mount Rushmore. But it seems to be he, he him and a bunch of these wrestlers just have diarrhea of the mouth now. Oh. They just claim to just claim whatever they want to claim, say whatever they want to say. Um, the latest that popped up, I think it was Dave or I don't know if it was Dave or Gil who shared it on the Just Too Sweet page or our chat that Hogan now claims, of course, after 50 years, he, he just, just got brought up out of nowhere that he said during an interview or a promo thing that he said, I am the best there is, the best there was. And the best there ever will be, which of course is Bret Hart's uh, popular saying. And he said that Bret and Owen would sit there and watch him do promos, and he wouldn't. This is his quote too. I won't say they stole it, but he definitely took it and ran with it. So you're basically saying he stole it, Hulk. Yeah, and you know, like you just said, Hogan is without a doubt the reason that wrestling. I mean, anybody, anybody that doubts. I mean, everybody can go Steve Austin. Everybody can go The Rock. Everybody can say this, that, but dude. If it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, we would not be where we are today. There's no two ways about it because Hogan did the resurgence of the 80s. He flipped everything upside down and made it great. And in the 90s, when he turned turned heel and WCW had the big run and, and he turned it upside down again. So, dude, say what you will about all these guys like Austin. Over, Austin sold more of this and John Cena did more of that. Dude, without Hulk Hogan, there would not be an, an Austin or a John Cena or anybody. That's, I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but that's be as it may. Any okay, so going off of Hogan of Hogan, 
Dude, anybody that says that they were asked to be the basis of Metallica, I I can't I can't put much stock into what what Hogan's saying, dude. I remember that. Now let me ask you. Let me ask you that since you know that story too. Yeah. Was, was this after Cliff died? No. This is when in the beginning. This is when they were forming, and this is like back in eighty one, eighty eighty one when he was still like an indie, like a territorial wrestler. And like he wasn't that famous yet, and he was a bass guitar player in the in the clubs, and I'm sure he'd heard of Metallica, you know, because you know I'm, I'm sure that he knew up and coming music and stuff, but like, dude, saying that Lars asked him to audition or audition, maybe not join, audition, like, come on, dude, like Hogan, like seriously, how how do like, we get that confirmed? We have to get that confirmed. There's there there's a. There are more you know than what? one sources out this there. Is what, this is what Twitter is for. It is. I'm going to take it upon myself to fucking tweet Lars and Metallica and ask if that's actually true. He might respond to you. You never know. He might. Uh, might uh, all right, we, have, we, have, we have a very special guest with us. He, he, uh, he was with us last week talking about WrestleMania 9. And now he's going to talk with us tonight about WrestleMania 10, which he was in attendance for. So he was at WrestleMania 10? WrestleMania 10 in the garden. So wow. Welcome back. This is Steve Grogan. Yo, what's up? What's hey, up? Hey, what's up, Grogan? I looked all over for my ticket stub. Can't find the fucking thing. I know I have it too. Not, not to be confused with the former backup quarterback for the New England Patriots. No, 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 no. I don't have the mustache. Did he have a mustache? Hmm. I think did he, he did. Have, he did have a mustache. My people send me pictures. <laughs> oh, so it hasn't been okay. So I'm not the only one that's. Uh, Grogan, we're just talking about um, that uh, Hogan came out recently and said that Bret Hart stole I'm the best there is, best there was, best there ever will be from. Okay, he didn't steal it from him. He took it from Hogan and ran with it because Hogan mentioned it during a paper promo or some shit. What do you think of that? Because we all know Hogan and all these old wrestlers now have diarrhea of the mouth lately. They just claim the world is flat and all this other bullshit. (laughs) So, do you think that's even possible? <laughs> well, with everything you could find, there's no one that could find that evidence of it. I mean, come on. Well, that's the whole point. Hogan. I mean, after 40 years, Hogan decides, "Hey, I think I think I'm going to tell people that Bret Hart stole his most famous line." Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. There's <laughs> got to be, you know, some sort of evidence. Yeah, dude, YouTube has pretty much like uh, made every. You know, you can't really say anything or claim anything anymore because pretty much YouTube will debunk, either debunk you or affirm you. It's so, the greatest thing that ever happened. You it's do. the absolute greatest thing that's ever happened. And, I freaking and, love it. What, what Eric just brought up too, Grogan, is that uh, Hogan claims that uh, Lars from Metallica asked Hogan to audition from Metallica when they were being formed back in the day. Yeah. So I, ju- I just said, I think I'm going to tweet Metallica and Lars and ask if this is true once and for all. You, I, have, you can, I, I have to know this now. You can look up that story. There's an actual. There's an actual I did hear story, a little bit about that. And yeah. there's an actual article, a couple articles, and there's an act like Hogan actually talks about it, and then he actually tries to backpedal a little bit, but he doesn't like. He still kind of tries to claim it. So, so I what mean, at best, do you remember like the real American, like this, like really? Yeah. I think he's shredding it from Metallica. This, yeah. no. He was a well, bass player, though. I mean, he, he was, was a musician. Player. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll give him that. But, but I, I can't see, I can't see Lars asking him to audition for fucking Metallica. Like, I, 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 I imagine Hulk Hogan dies in a bus crash in Germany. 
if he would have became the bass player of fucking Metallica. It was Sweden, actually, but um, Sweden. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and Cliff Burton, you know, faces Savage at WrestleMania at WrestleMania Five. I mean, that's just weird. That is weird. Weird to even think about. It is. I don't know. It's the ultimate universe. I know we need one of those "what if" people to come around and say. Do you think Hogan's? What do you think Hogan's Hogan, about? He he can tap. Do you think he can tap into dimensions and like say, <laughs> you know, like if he could be like, you know, well, something. Let me tell you something, brother. You know, he he went into like I went into the seventh dimension, dude, and I, I and he gets his like he gets like confused of this reality and that reality. I don't know. Like that must that mustache probably has some fucking some some prowess to. To send out some uh, the signals, you know, it's insanity. But fucking bald all, head, can, you know. All these, all these wrestlers they keep coming out with new shit every week, and it's like, are you guys trying to one up each other with your bullshit, or I uh, just I don't know. And they don't need to do it to stay relevant, dude. They are relevant, dude. They they are the they are like like they're the like old in our culture. They're the fucking ones that you know are revered now, like you know because. They have more popularity, like Luthez. Like, yeah, somebody who Luthez is. Nobody knows who Luthez is anymore. Not these young kids. Everybody knows who Hulk Hogan is. Everybody knows who the Ultimate Warrior is. Everybody knows who The Rock is. Everybody knows who Ric Flair is. It's like these guys are so ingrained in pop culture. Like, and Hogan, like, how many interviews? How many talk shows? How many things has he done? You're gonna people are gonna be able to go back and cite that and say, well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know, Metallica. Right. I think for most for most young people today, I don't think wrestling goes like past Hulk Hogan as far as going back. No, I, some of them I don't even. I think mean, it you goes don't, that unless far. you really got into it and like you know wanted to be like a historian and went back to San Martino and Thez and yeah, Killer but, Kowalski and guys like that. You'd have to yeah. really like be Fr- Fritz von Erich, all those guys. But yeah. I don't think Hogan. I don't I don't think it's like that though. Hogan's yeah. probably that old guy that The Rock fought at WrestleMania that one year. That's probably who the Hogan is to most people now. But I yeah. understand that for a kid today. I get that. It's weird. My, weird my, my, my older boys have no idea. They Like, I had to tell Nick one day. I was like, oh, you know who that is? He's like, no. Like, you fucking don't know who Hulk Hogan is? Like, come on, man. And my other son, Elijah, who isn't in tune with anything in that world, knew who he was. So... Go figure. Oh, it's funny when Jax was younger, he he knew who Hulk Hogan was, and I showed him Rocky Three, and he's like, "Why? Why is Hulk Hogan fighting that guy?" I was like, "Because he's the Italian star, and he does everything for charity." And he's nice. like, "All right, like, you know, he doesn't get it." But sure. again, you guys, you guys like raising your kids, will will drop that, like you know, yeah. I don't know if it was like <clears throat> my dad, who was never into like wrestling or whatever. No. He wouldn't like if, if it stopped there, that you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be it. So, you know, it depends on what you're going to expose. And Rocky Three, like, of course. Yeah. Of course, Rocky Three. How he knows. He'll know Thunder Lips before he knows Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Most people do. My, my kid knows Not who John Cena is. My, my kid knows exactly who John Cena is. I mean, he knows him. Well, that dude's everywhere. Yeah, he's. Plus, he's Peacemaker now. And Peacemaker's probably the best thing he's ever done. I don't care. He's a hefty guy, and he's the voice of uh, Toyota, and, you know, he's on everything. Screw well, him. Eric, have you heard, have you heard the, the whole thing with my girlfriend and John Cena? No. Right. We, Tim, you know we, this. 
We do. I was there. We laughed for fucking three, there, hours, yeah. three hours about this. So long story short, my girlfriend comes out and meets all these guys. We're talking about the wrestling podcast, all this stuff. She didn't know John Cena was a wrestler. What's your, what's she you think he was, just an, act, just an actor? The or? actor. Okay. So, of course, my friends go off on the Back to the Future with Doc Brown, like, John Cena, the actor? John Cena, the, the actor? The actor? <laughs> so, so, all, all, all night. All wait, night wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do that again. Do that the, again, girl. The yeah. actor? Yeah. <laughs> so, all, all night we were going, Dwayne Johnson, the actor? All the night. actor? <laughs> So if I ever meet her, like if we're down in the city, I gotta go. Yeah. When you introduce yourself to hi, Eric, this is my girlfriend. I go the actor. Yeah, and, yeah. and then you know, you have to say like, I suppose Jessica Biel is the you know, you know <laughs> the woman's champion. Wasn't Reese Witherspoon? Didn't she wrestle uh, mm-hmm. Tito Santana? Yeah, that's how we roll. No. By the way, so. guys. Um, well, Eric, I know you're you're fully uh, aware, and oh, you know, too, you know him too, Grogan. My brother-in-law Jeremiah. Yeah. Likes to. Buy ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. He bought me a lot of wrestling figures last couple of weeks. Uh, last week he popped up with a shirt, which no, was supposed sure. to be for me, but he bought it from one of these Chinese websites that you know is never going to come in the right size. Oh yeah, it, it, it's a gamble. It's, why is it a three dollars shirt? Because it's a gamble. You might not fit. Because you order but, large and it's for your cat. Yeah. But Jack's <laughs> Jack's it's a little big on Jack's and he can fit into it. But what I'm about to show you might be the greatest shirt ever created by the hands of man. Well, and I well, have to show, and I'm going to show. Oh, no, no, no! I'm telling you right now. Get ready. Let's, ha- let's have it. Here we go. Let's have it. That's the greatest shirt in the hands of man. That's the greatest shirt ever made in the hand. Look at Piper, dude. We got That's a Hasbro shirt. That's the Hasbro shirt. We got Piper. We got Akeem on a T-shirt. The Warrior Hawk is wait. Wait a minute. Listen, it is not complete unless the Texas tornado is on there. Find him. It's got to be on there somewhere. He's got to be on there. So you got Jake to stay. There he is, right there. Grogan. Grogan, see him? Right below Honky. Yep, yeah, I see him. Yep. Carry Von Eric. Honky's left foot. Yep. Greatest shirt ever. Carry Von Eric's foot is Kamala. Oh, my God. Ludwig Borga is on this shirt. Ludwig Borga is on. Every Hasbro's on there, bro. The Nasty Boys. I wish I could wear this. I would wear this every day. You know, I had all those on the card. Papa Shanga. I, I got rid of them all. I'm a, I'm, don't, don't take investment. Don't take investment tips from me. Investment tips. <laughs> Seriously though, I mean, this is like the great shirt. There's the boss man, million dollar man. Is it like a button down shirt? I can't really tell. Like what kind of like? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's 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 a button down collared shirt. Okay. So, so so it'd be something like I would wear, fitting tight, right? So in other words, if this fit me, I'd be wearing this to Grogan's wedding. Yes. With 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 a bow tie. You're yeah. getting married, Grogan. Yeah. Oh, it's, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. Yeah, you gotta come, and he uh, can't wear a jacket above that shirt because it would uh, ruin the fucking shirt. Grogan, you're really getting married. Yeah. Oh, we gotta talk, oh, Jeremiah. Yeah. Phenomenal job again. It's uh, fourteen months away. But oh, 14 months away. Okay, I got time to talk you out of it. Not a soul on earth can hide from it. It's like the fucking asteroid. Biz Brett Yoko. <laughs> the the Look, rockers. By the way, I just want to point something out. With Macho, Dusty Rhodes, baby. Macho King. And Macho Man. I saw Macho too. Man. Uh-huh. Don't fuck around with me, man. 
There's the other bushwhacker. Ricky no, the Dragon Steamboat with the headdress, Ricky Steamboat. Where's, where's the American Dream, baby? I, I need to see Dustin Rhodes or is it, it ain't a real shirt if it ain't here, baby. You know There's a the mail away. Look, the mail away Brett is actually in plastic. Yeah. So is the Hogan. No shit. Repo Man. Repo. One of the greatest of all time. I Repo love Repo Man. Repo yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Earthquake. Repo nice. Man. Look, I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. You can make fun of it all you want. But this Wait, right where here, is Dust- that's the greatest shirt I've ever seen in my life. This it right is. here is a, is a conversation starter. You fucking right it is. You, you were, you, Eric, if I wore this to that signing with the seat when we see the demolition. Oh, I fuck, dude. I would have had a crowd of people around me. You'd have been mauled, man. You know what you have to do? You have to do. Have you guys seen the terminal with uh, Tom Hanks? Five XL, five XL Chinese people, not five XL. Yeah, that that, mean, that means like a, a girl small. Yeah. Where's Dusty Rhodes, baby? I don't see the polka dots anywhere. Yeah, I don't see Dusty on here. No, he's got to be on there. He's got to be on there. Jerry Sags is there. I can see him. Type oh, you, guys, there. you guys talk amongst yourselves until even I find even Shawn Michaels. There's two Shawn Michaels, the rocker and the regular one. Now, what if they have the variant Shawn Michaels on there with the purple and black or the silver and black trunks? Coco beware. And they have demolition with and without the masks. What That's about what about uh Crush? Is Crush Kona Crush? An oh, evil yeah. crush? Because Evil Crush had one, Kona Crush had one, and Demolition Crush. There's the Undertaker mail away. Uh, Undertaker. Uh, I had all of these, dude. I know Earth I'm the Hasbro Earth. expert, so you can't I am the expert on Hasbro, so just saying it's gotta be one. I don't see Dusty Rhodes. If they, miss, if they miss the dream, baby, where's Kona Crush? Hard times on this shit. Is that, one that, is, that, is that one him? See, I don't know. It's on the lower, like near Kamala right there. Tugboat. There's there's Rocker, Sean. There's Smash. There's Rick Rude. There's a Piper. third Macho Man on here. Listen. Yeah, with greatest, the hat. Greatest shirt ever made. Greatest <laughs> shirt ever made. I don't care anyone says. Uh, yeah, it is. I can't argue with you. Now, Tim, hold it. Move it to your left. Okay, stop. Repo. No, is that one? See the blonde? Is that him? No. That's Greg the Hammer. Is that no, Hammer? You're, you're going right. to see polka dots. If you, you look for the polka dots. Yeah, I only saw the blonde hair for, for a second. There's the two warriors. Mr. Perfect. Collar. Let me check the collar. You're killing me. I'm checking the collar. Let's see. Because Dusty is the rare, the most expensive Hasbro, you know. The collar has Rick Steiner on it. Because no one has it because no one wanted it. I hate Dusty Rhodes. Him and Andre are the two uh, the two ones that were the most desirable. There's Sergeant Slaughter. Dude, we got no Dusty Rhodes on here. Bossman's in there. Boss There's Jim, from- dude, Jimmy Anvil in high, in, in high Energy is on there. Yep. Or a new, I'm sorry. In there. New Foundation. I'm sorry. What about on the other side of the sleeve, Tim? I'm trying to check the sleeve. The arm yeah. pit. The the armpit of the shirt because that's where he should be. <laughs> that's probably where he is, Grogan. Dibiase, Dibiase. I saw Virgil too. Hogan, Earthquake. That yep. is the greatest. That is the greatest shirt I've ever seen in my life. IRS. Speaking of that, I got to do my taxes. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Nope, no Dusty Rhodes. No one, two, no Adam, no Adam Bomb. No Adam Bomb. Because there was a whole series six. There was one, two, three kid, Adam Bomb, Yokozuna with the white. Uh Ludwig Borga was in that. Why is oh man, come on. That's ridiculous that Ludwig Borga is in it. Well, it might have been like right in that like where Dusty Rhodes is cut out and like you're in that new era. But still. 
Look at that, because there's no Ric Flair on here. No, Andre. I didn't see Andre either, no. I didn't see yeah, Kona so Crush. My, yeah. where's, where's Kona Crush? No Kona Crush, I don't think. Well, it, it was a good... Uh, uh, no. <laughs> don't get Eric started. Oh, come on. I love that every time I see him now, I think about your hatred for him. I, I think it's great. Oh, he's a fucking liar, man. I know. He, fucking, I so. he lies through his fucking teeth, lies right on camera, and then you can go back and cross-reference the Honky Tonk Man, all these other guys who will debunk everything he said. Uh, don't get me started. Don't well, like I said, my, my, old, my old foreman used to come out with the worst things, and I would just whip my phone out and Google it and go, dude, you're wrong. You're wrong. Like, yeah. have, have you not have you not understand what Google is yet? He was talking about. Remember the what was the forty one shot guy? What was his name? Amadou Diallo. Yeah, him. He's alive. He's he's right. He don't know him. The other guy, the plunger up the ass guy. Uh, plunger up the ass guy. Uh, fuck. What was his name? Who's that? His name. Well, back in the day, we had the, they had the police brutality. That was one of the bigger things. Uh, oh, put, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. shoved the plunger up the guy's ass, and the guy got splinters in his asshole. Yeah, got a, got a lot of money, and he moved Ooh. to Florida, and he and he, you know, was see what it says. I don't remember his name because Bruce didn't write a song about that. Exactly, he wrote about forty-one shots. But, yeah. but anyway, anyway, he he's like, plunger oh, yeah, that... up the ass would have been another <laughs> great song. Right. He says what about, uh, uh... that guy was murdered after he got his settlement. He was murdered by the government, so we don't have to pay him anymore. And I, I put my phone out, and I put police brutality, plunge up the ass. No, he's not. He lives in Florida right here, so he's still alive. And then he was like, looking at me. I'm like, dude, Google. You can't you can't have an epic lie and not think someone's going to call you out on it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You can't really lie about anything anymore. No, it's dumb. Or even debate about anything. It's like there's always an answer. It's true. The judge is always there. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, what about Mike Dowd? Is he a hot topic in the city still? The seven five guy? Who the hell is the that? Cop? No, Mike Dowd, know. you didn't know about Mike Dowd? He was a corrupt Brooklyn cop and he was, you know, dealing drugs and making all this side money and oh, dude, you guys never the, you guys never saw that documentary on? Yeah, you never saw that Netflix document the seven five? Dude, saw, it's I fucking saw, yeah. incredible. Yeah, I it's saw. fucking incredible. It wasn't just him, it was like all like half the cops there were all on well, the take. Yeah, the the seventy fifth precinct was yeah fucking. Yeah, it was a good it was a good documentary. I enjoyed it. Now I'm obsessed with the fact that Dusty Rhodes had on their shirt and I just stop. Okay, uh, <laughs> you can't get over it. You can't. Get, I, you're still looking for fucking polka dots on that giant. I shirt. am. I said, "Where's my polka dots, baby?" <laughs> anyway, uh, Eric, you had you 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 were talking today about uh, well, George, what do you think about Jim Cornette? First of all, do you like Jim Cornette? You know, it's funny, like, you know, I look at Jim Cornette now, and, like, because I've been watching the Dark Side of the Ring things, and, like, you see him as the guy who was, you know, and cursing and being a normal guy, and then you see him as the guy who's trying to get heat and everything, so it's kind of weird to me. I don't know. It's, uh... It's not really a different guy, though. He's That's who he is all the time. Like, no, I get it, which is cool. Like, yeah. So, I'm not... I don't know. I don't know which way, but, yeah, he's an old school, like... Yeah, wrestling guy, kayfabe. Very, let's very, get let's get people to hate me, kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Eric, yeah, you 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 were talking about a um, a little story that broke about him today. Let, let's get into that real quick before we talk about WrestleMania ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, the gist of it is like you know, Corny is very critical about AEW, which everyone is because let's face it, it's nothing but a glorified indie show, indie promotion run by a billionaire who wanted to have his own wrestling thing, overpaying. 
all these indie guys who can't work a lot of money. I mean, there's some that can work. Like, there's some that are decent workers, but most of them, like, don't, like, six-figure-plus contracts. I mean, give me a break. Because now what are they going to do? When they when AEW folds, are they going to go wrestle like I did for 300 bucks in it now? Anyway, so there's a – and they have a cross-promotion going on with Japan, and there's this Japanese wrestler. She's only – it's a woman, and she's only 25 – but she's been wrestling like 13 years. Like she started wrestling when she was like, like, like nine or so. I don't know. But anyway, um, for whatever reason, she de- deactivated her because of things Jim Cornette has said. But Jim Cornette's never followed her. Jim Cornette's never tweeted about her. And it's a whole big like mystery of why Jim Cornette is. I mean, he's been critical of her as he is all of AEW because they suck. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, they they're, they're it's awful. And um, so I don't know if she took offense, this, but I have a snippet of a story of him responding to this and explaining it. So why don't we listen to this and I'll pause it off and on and we can talk about it. But this whole story doesn't make any sense. By the way, the woman sucks. She's not a good worker at all. Uh, you know, it's like the same with Kenny Omega wrestling so wait, a nine-year-old girl. And- she's butthurt because he doesn't like the EW? Basically, yeah, yeah. It's like here, li- listen to this, and I'm gonna I'll pop this up, and we'll we'll uh, we'll critique we'll critique it as we do, as we go. I'm with but, it. Uh, I'm beer grabbing, but I'm with it. Beer grab it, Grogan. <laughs> yep. Hate me to begin with. Here we go. Let's start it from the beginning. Should we talk about AEW's television program this past Wednesday night? I was wondering where you were going with that. Yes, we could do that. Well, the world of AEW, and I guess, am I apparently trending again as we're talking now because of something that I was not even involved in, but the AEW fans just hate me to begin with? It's been about a day or so, and yes, you are. You have been trending. You continue to trend. You're a very trendy guy. Trendy McTrenderson. So, Riho has gotten off of Twitter. I never tweeted her that I'm aware of, and I didn't follow her, so I didn't know about this, but I read about it from people tweeting me saying, well, it's your fault. So yeah. how did I? How was I responsible for Riho getting off of Twitter? From the best of my knowledge, what happened was Riho deactivated her Twitter account, and people right away, well, I shouldn't say people, a subsect of fans ran right away with the idea that she's being harassed by Jim Cornette's fans. And they came to this conclusion because Riho said nothing. (laughs) They came to this conclusion because in the past, Kenny Omega has complained about fans in North America being vocal on Twitter with... Oh, the ones they broadcast their television program to. The fans in North America, where their company is located. That's right. So Riho deactivated her Twitter and people jumped to the conclusion that it was because of you. And I've not seen anything explicitly say that Riho quit Twitter because English-speaking fans were harassing her. So I hate to just jump to conclusions like that. Unfortunately, a lot of people did. And again, this is so someone that they have never met gets off of Twitter. And this is a reason for them to 
have violent fantasies of my immediate death. I think the one, <laughs> the one guy tweeted and then so many people reported him, I guess they, they took it down or it violated policies or whatever. I hope Jim Cornette and all of his family die horrible, grisly deaths. <laughs> oh no, it was all the listeners. It was anyone who's a fan oh, and of all yours. his listeners. We yeah. should all, that includes us because oh. Riho got off Twitter. Cause she got again. She got off Twitter. She got off Twitter. She's going to Twitch, maybe. Because she's going to Twitch instead of Twitch. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Are you serious? She is a grown woman. Have we established she's in her 30s? She's not in her 30s. <laughs> I don't think didn't we've established we say, that. Didn't we no. say that? She's like 30, 31, 32. Is she, how old is she? Hold on. No, I think she's in her 20s. Riho is 25 years old. Okay, she's 25 years old then. She just She's got miles on her. She is, uh, if, if the headline was Riho deprived of food or Riho is diabetic and, and this, her insulin is being withheld or Riho is in the middle of a heat wave and has no electricity. That may, and, and it's all the fault of those Cornette fans. Well, you might have something to hang your hat on there. But she got off Twitter. She's an adult with a high-paying job that she's not particularly good at. I think she'll be just fine. <laughs> All right. So I'll be the that first snippet, Tim. That's you know the basic gist of it. So what do you think? Like what 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 are your first impressions of the first part of like? No, I, I I can already see it now. It's it's not a story. It's bullshit. Because like you said, the, the the wrestling fans, we know we know how the the the, the bad ones get. They get yeah. very they, they they if you know they get very like I said especially with the criticism of AEW, uh, they're butthurt. But why blame Jim Cornette of all people? Because because he's well, talking yeah. about AEW all the time. So what? He hates AEW. So not everyone does. Listen, I enjoy AEW. I do. The major problem with them is that you got a billionaire asshole booking. Yeah, we've said it a thousand times. If he were to get a real booker and just worry about the business aspect and let someone else do the wrestling aspect. It, the show would be completely different and be a lot better. I think, it, they, it, have, I think they have very they have very talented guys there. MJF, there's nobody better than MJF right now. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Um, it, it's just their problem is they have a millionaire playing with his action figures. Yeah, that's exactly what is going on. Well, Tim. that's and, all it is. And like, like he made a point with the Kenny Omega thing. Kenny Omega puts down at North American fans, North America this. It's like, dude. You're from North America. The the promotion you're signed with is from North America. Like we get it. You fucking love going over to Japan and giving them fucking hand jobs. I get it. But like like have a little class, have a little fucking, you know, dignity and 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 appreciate that like the 100% of your fans who watch AEW are over here. Like not over there, like over mm -hmm. here. And like like Jim said it goes right to the right to the point to where you know, all you know, because Jim's the most critical of AEW because he has said that there's some AEW that he likes. He thinks it sucks for the most part, like I do. But the, like you, I'll, I'll agree with you, Tim. There are some talent there. There's a lot that shouldn't be in the spot that they're in, I think. But there's a lot of talented people there. Uh, Brian Danielson's talented. Um, John Moxley can go fuck himself. I think he sucks. <laughs> Young Bucks, I think, suck. Omega has talent, but he's he's not utilizing what he really could do. But anyway, let's listen to a little bit more of this and then we'll go on to WrestleMania because like, you know, this is going to be, I don't know. Let's, let's see what Courtney has to say. 
last week on the program. It's at this point, not even her fault. It's theirs for thinking that this would get over for telling her that she's a great professional wrestler because of the culture they have in Japan that has these young girls doing all these weird things that they got no business doing because it looks ridiculous when they do it. He's right. Uh, so, and, and it's not like it's not invent this line of thinking that if I'm watching professional wrestling, why do I want to see a four foot 10 90 pound girl dressed in taffeta? No, but if anyone <laughs> says something that you may have said at any point on any show at any point in history, it gets sent back to you. They're repeating Jim Cornette. So obviously Jim Cornette's the blame for all of this. Is it my fault just because I'm the only person anybody knows? <laughs> well, it is a very popular series of shows we do here, but a couple things. One, you know, when I heard this news, I had two thoughts. One was, of course, Hana Kimura, who passed away via suicide after being harassed by Japanese, I don't even think it was wrestling fans. Was it wrestling fans or just Japanese no, fans no, of no, reality it, TV? It was, it was the, but here's the thing. They have, not to get on a soapbox here, but they have these girls. Not only do they do the wrestling thing with the Joshis, with the little small girls and the underage girls with the wrestler, we've seen the, the video footage. But they also have the, what do they call them, the idol bands, where they have them sing and make pop stars out of them. We were talking about the monkeys a little while ago. It's not necessarily that they have musical talent, but that they are cute oh, young girls. That's what, She was on a reality <laughs> show, Hanukkah Kimura. That's what it was. Yes, and and then they Can have you say the monkeys are cute young girls? Where they put I, I, these, think, I, I, the I don't idols know. or the whatever. I, on that's the, what I was getting. She did some innocuous thing to anybody in the American culture or whatever, but it was something that they thought badly of over there and harassed her about it. The fans, this reality show on Twitter, and she committed suicide, which is horrible. And that's again, that's why I maintain that some people do not, should not be public figures. And oh, it doesn't just, it, if, if, if Riho's a 25 year old adult making six figures, literally working part time for AEW plus whatever the fuck else. Um, and she has to get off Twitter. It's not like giving up food or fucking or, or goddamn or, you know, dialysis. But at the same time, some people don't, if they, you can't be a public figure and expect everybody to love you and say good things. And as we've known with Twitter, this has been the opportunity for every asshole that's ever existed now to be able to say shit to people that they would have never been able to even talk to or get near before. And you got to expect that. And if you don't let block them, I love to block people. <laughs> because it's it's less effort than wiping dog shit off my shoe. You say something smart, Alec, to me, you're going to get blocked if I see it and have time. But some people can't be public personalities. But again, even you now are doing what other people are doing. You're assuming the reason why this person who gave no reason deactivated. No, I was Twitter talking account. about. I was talking about. Hana Kamura. Hana Kamura. God damn it, I can't say it now. But yes, <laughs> but in it, 
I'm not so whatever Riho. So she got off Twitter. The people are mad that she had to get off Twitter. Like that is depriving her of some major portion of her fucking life. And why, and why would she be upset about it? If she didn't want to put up with people fucking saying shit about her on Twitter, then she got off of Twitter. Or for whatever reason, she got off of Twitter. I like that. I'm with that on a lot of levels. home life like? Yeah. Before anyone wants to jump to assumptions, is Rio allowed to leave the house when she's in America? Is Rio allowed to just talk to anyone backstage without Kenny's permission? So before anyone jumps to conclusions about why Rio may have gotten off Twitter, let's examine everything. But let me go back a step, Jim. I don't think anyone should be harassing Rio or anyone on Twitter. If someone gives you a problem... Give them a problem back and give them a problem a lot harder. But if no one's giving you a problem, mind your own business. That doesn't mean you can't critique something on TV that you're watching. You can. Agreed. But no one should be harassing Riho or anyone else. But for these fans, and again, it's a small subset of fans. They're harassing me. They, well, that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> There's a mini <laughs> wrestling audience. They're straight, they're gay, they're employed, they live in a basement. There's a ninny audience that are miserable and are just looking to take things down and take things out on other things. And you're obviously a big target for AEW fans. With this Riho thing, listen, I don't know what kind of... Again, for speaking fans, I don't know what she's reading on English-speaking Twitter. I just literally don't know. And I don't know what kind of harassment she is or isn't getting on there. Jim and I both get lots of things from people who declare themselves AEW fans, <laughs> wishing us death, <laughs> wishing harm to our families. In this case that you talked about earlier, wishing harm to the listeners. We get this all the time. But you know what happens when all you... the time, and, and you when... know, like that, it just that—that's what bothers me because it's like if Jim Cornette, I said this in the uh, Cult of Cornette Facebook group, if Jim Cornette. Deactivated which, his Twitter tomorrow, which they haven't accepted because my, of the uh, most recent—I don't even know you call it a death threat—wish of harm that came in, which just came in this morning. If that caused him to deactivate his Twitter, would this conversation be flipped the other way? That AEW fans are out of control. That AEW is at responsibility for these nutcase fans that can't take criticism of their product. It's a double standard. It's ridiculous. And again, until Rio comes out and says something, don't assume anything. So if anyway, has taken you I, that's basically like the gist of it. And uh, I mean, I don't know, Tim. I'll, what are your What are your thoughts like on this? First of all, like, what are your uh, What are you What are you getting out of this here? No, it, it, like you said, it's 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 the it's dude, it's the wacko fan. It is. So, look, even I, I, I'm not famous by any regard, but I've made comments on like other people's things, and I've got hammered. By strangers. Oh yeah. The comments you make on like online, it's like, what the who the fuck are you and why are you attacking me? Yeah. Why are you attacking me? Because I have my opinion. I like fucking Rogue One, the Star Wars movies, and you you don't, and I get like verbally abused for it. Yep. You know, but I'm not gonna fucking you know, like I said, I block them or I or I tell them I hope their mother dies. One or the other. You give it back to them. <laughs> you give it back to them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But like it, it's this whole thing with corny, like because he's critical. And like I said. I don't. I don't think AEW is totally horrible. I do think, as overall, it sucks. I do, only because I know it can be better. Like you said, Tim, it needs to be better booked. I just know it can be better because, dude, this could have been potentially one of the greatest things that ever happened to wrestling to give some healthy competition. 
like Dutch Mantel says, they're not competition for the WWE. They're just a they're just a an and independent WWE knows it. They and know WWE it. knows it. They do. They're not even worried about them because they're just a glorified and like you said, it's a billionaire playing with his wrestlers. That's all it is. And good for them that they got all this money. Good for them. They probably saw it coming. Like fuck, we're fucking signing. You're goddamn right. Who doesn't want to make half a million a year to wrestle three times a month? You know what I mean? Give me a break. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's the Reho Jim Cornette thing. And I'm, you know, there's other videos that explain more stuff that you should definitely watch in your spare time. Uh, the one I sent you, by the way, the the first one or the yeah the first one, that's really good. And uh, it, it's a little anti cornet but you'll you'll see around the rough edges. But, uh, I actually think it's cool that Jim Cornette, like how long he's been in. I mean, again, I'm speaking somewhat ignorantly because I don't know everything that's going on with AEW and all the new stuff. But he's in for up until now. You know what I mean? He's he's making himself like a voice in today's wrestling. I mean, yeah. you got to give him. He cares about the sport that much that yeah. he's actually making himself a controversial figure in like today's wrestling absolutely i agree so with good that 100 yeah for loving the business that much yeah oh yeah he's one of the, he's one of the few he 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 loves it probably like he's probably the, the exact opposite of the crazy people he loves it way too much like yeah. like you know like like insanely too much yeah it's his that's his passion that's his life that's his thing and is there anybody more knowledgeable aside from his opinions on wrestling. Is there anyone more knowledgeable about wrestling? Probably not. He's probably about the number the history, one. He's been there since like, yeah. And then like, you know, and I love the idea of, listen, if you're going to throw yourself out as a public figure, deal with it. Yeah. I mean, you're setting yourself up there. Like be prepared for what ha- what comes with that. You know what I mean? Yep. Hey, I'm so. waiting for someone to attack us on here. I'm waiting for it. Oh, so yeah, am I. It's, it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. It's, it's perfectly fine. You said either give it back to them. Or you block him. Or you block him. One of the two. Let's go on. Let him him keep ringing. Eric, I quit the show. I can't do this no more. Fuck out of here. I don't care. (laughs) Let him go back to let him go back to the you know the uh, packing room at Target and said I gave someone a thumbs down yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, I told them what I thought. You know, it's like, ooh, okay, go finish your Doritos. Tell Grandma you're leaving. By the way, I wasn't exaggerating before. I, I I don't know if it was Rogue One. It was something. It was another movie. I said, well, I enjoyed it. I got attacked. Was that the one I came to your defense on? I don't know. I think like, this one was just like I was like, do I want? I, I I actually deleted my name off the thread because I didn't want all the I didn't want all the the notifications. Ding 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 ding. I was like, all right, but I think I was like, I enjoyed this movie very much. Well, then you're a fucking moron. This thought, and I was like, yo, yeah, I remember that was on that was on PCP, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it wasn't PCP. It was it was another it was another site. What was the one that you that you were getting fucking attacked? I I jumped in and then we were talking about it and shit. And I, I we even told Ferracci like the fuck's up with this guy, you know? Oh, uh, I forgot that dude. Yeah, there was. Remember a dude. that? There was a dude. That was right right when we first started over with this. That was me. I turned around though. I don't know. Like you guys <laughs> okay, that's okay. <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah, man, wow. you gotta you gotta like you know take the good with the bad when you're out in the public. You can, you can, not not yeah. everyone's gonna like you. Yeah. So whatever. I disabled, I disabled comments on shit that I had on had online. Like, listen, I have too. I, I, I don't need to know that. I put no. shit online so that I can like. If you want to no. hear what I gotta say, here's something I share it. I don't need to know what like someone here, in Minnesota. Here's here, here's the thing. I'm me, you, whoever. We're allowed to place what we feel and how what we think, and we're allowed to put it there. You can keep scrolling by. You don't have to say anything. Okay? That's it. 
you you can just keep fucking going, okay? It's my post on my page, okay? I can say whatever I want and feel however I want. And as you can comment, but I have the right to either delete your comment, hide your comment, or go off on you and then do that. It's yeah. like but, there, but there's people out there who like who like attack like children. To like, 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 oh, I like this My Little Pony except for this one. And you'll have a grown man attack this poor kid for yeah. like the wrong yeah. fucking pony. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's or like, or like I'm, on this, I'm on this Street Fighter page and like fucking these guys go off like, because I'm a Ken fan. I like Ken Masters. And like you just get all these guys, these geeks with too much time on their hands. I mean, this is all they think about. Oh, well, you know, his moveset is basically just reuse and all they do, you know, they go on and on and on. I'm like, dude, all I'm saying is I, I like Ken. He's my favorite. I don't I don't care, you know, about the fucking, you know, how many fucking Band-Aids you had to put on your fucking pecker to fucking get the blisters off of it because you jerked off too hard over fucking Dragon Ball Z the other night. Yeah. I don't care. You know what I mean? And I posted shit where I've seen, like, people, like, fighting each other but based on what I've done. I'm like, you know what? No. That's yeah, you, you you start to against with other people too. I'm like, yeah. listen, just like here it is, no comments. You like it, you like it. You don't like it, you don't like it. A view is a view. Take it. Yeah, just that's well, right. We, well, just we go. had the guy on the old on the old uh, company. Uh, he doesn't watch this show. That's for sure. You know what I'm talking about, uh, Ruben. Oh Jesus Christ! Ru- Ru- Ruben is a uh, you know he's probably gay man, which is fine. Don't care, but he's one of them oversensitive, overly. My life is only about being that. So everything, mm-hmm. everything you write, he's he's sensitive to. Mm-hmm. So when we started with the other company, I I wrote something, and he fucking just attacked me for it. And I wrote to Steve, the fry. I wrote, dude, who is this guy? I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna slap this fucking guy if I ever get get him away from me. Like, well, who is this guy? And, and I remember that. Yeah, it's like don't attack me because I I want to. It was something dumb. It, had, it was movie related. It, it, it was movie related. I remember, dude, because I wrote a. I I responded. I said, hey, listen, man. I said. For somebody who thinks they're this big critic and who who talks all eloquently and obviously has a fucking online thesaurus for everything that he writes, I said you're being pretty judgmental here, man. I said so. Hey, you know, if you, like, if you like this movie, you're just a, a homophobic something, blah blah. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? No, what are I you came. I, about? I remember I came to your aid on that. I I I fucking I fucking nailed him with it. Like fuck you, man. Like, yeah, it shouldn't I, be that way. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Fuck him. Right, let's get into more fun stuff. Let's get into yes. more fun stuff. Let's like, do like WrestleMania. Thinking Doink in a mixed tag team match. Ridiculous. This is uh wait a minute. Ten was that one? This is ten. We're talking WrestleMania ten, continuing our journey to all the WrestleManias as WrestleMania. What number is this? 39, 48, 20. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know. Gotta, be, gotta be 38. I think it's 38. Somewhere around there. Anyway. Um, now we said, but growing real quick because you were at this event in Mass Square Garden, it was the 10 year anniversary, and Vince made sure we knew it was the anniversary because every commercial he was showing clips of previous WrestleManias from Coliseum Home Video. And he it was, was at the garden, which one was at the garden, so yeah, like, you know. he, so he was shoving yeah. that down our throat. But quick, growing, give us, give us a quick little antidote about how did you find out you were going? Was this your first event, and who'd you go with, and what do you think of the actual being there for it? Long story short, my sister, uh, Tim, you know, Jen, my sister got us tickets to WrestleMania 10. Now, my sister got, like, she's always been, like, you know, she she pops up with these things. Like, if I'm in, like, when I was growing up, she was 10 years older than me. Like, I like wrestling, so she'd pull up, like, you know, tickets. So, like, she was always good to me. 
first wrestling event I was ever at was when I was with the Cub Scouts back Hogan versus Bundy, '86. What was it like? And when you get smoke in Nassau Coliseum, like it was like a fucking chit show, and it was awesome. Then the other one I remember was again my sister brought me with a friend of hers to I want to say it was pre WrestleMania eight because the only thing I remember about it was the main event was Hogan and Roddy Piper against Flair and Justice and Sid yeah does that what sound right that does mm-hmm. sound right that's about so, the right for that and man like when you went to a wrestling event back then I mean you know the Hogan music and the, you know the beer and hot dog smell of the garden and it was like freaking it was a big deal and to get wrestlemania 10 tickets i don't know how she did it i really don't who knows what she paid for him back then in like today dollars i was gonna say they were probably 500 bucks back then yeah you know and god love her she sat through all this shit and pretended she was interested (laughs) Uh, like yeah so we went to this and uh like, I'm trying to, like, you know, I'm 14 years old. I'm trying to feed her how, like, you know, important it is that it's fucking WrestleMania. <laughs> and trying to, like, you know, catch her up on why this was this and whatever. And, again, you have to remember what it was like being at a wrestling event with no commentary. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a difference in pay-per-view. Back then, I don't know how it is versus house show. House show, like someone slammed somebody, it wasn't as loud and crazy as when it happened on a pay per view. Yeah. A pay per view, someone slammed somebody, like boom. Yeah, especially back then. <laughs> especially back then. They popped for everything, man. They the popped lights for wrestling. Were better. The sound was better. Everything was like amped up. So it was my first pay per view, and it was very different than going to a house show. And like it's. Oh, it's way over, you know, they go above beyond. Yeah. And little Richard, you know. So oh, yeah. I got to say I saw little Richard sing live. Wow. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, At least we, talk about, song. we talk about it all the time, Grogan. I said now in today's world, I prefer a house show. Well, not a pay-per-view. I'll still go to, like, I still like pay-per-views, but I prefer a house show to like 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 a like a pay-per-view. Why? Because now they they have more freedom at the house shows. They fuck with the crowd. They fucking they play with the fans. They get they they, they you know they'll they'll, they'll they'll take pictures like in the middle of the of the match or something with you. You know on TV you can't do that. So I really prefer house shows. So now. all house shows. There's still house shows where they're not like you know. Yeah, if you look up house shows now, <laughs> no WWE they have a lot of fun at these house shows now. Okay, they're, they're a lot more fun. Like I said, we, I took you know Jackson. He was younger and. And he loved it. I loved it. We, we sat ringside uh, in Binghamton. In Binghamton, Binghamton's tiny. There's no ramp show, right? It's just the, just the aisle. Just the aisle. Nice. Did you guys remember when we were young and like you know, every once in a while, MSG you'd catch a house show on MSG, and there, yep. everything was dark and blue. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, the MSG <laughs> network used to air the monthly WWF. Yeah. yeah. And shit, the camera, was... the cam, the camera shot was over the aisle. Like over the aisle, yeah, it was so it was good, good, man. Yeah, it was. I, I used to flip out every time those were on. And you felt like you were getting a little bit of a, yeah, a backstage, like you, you know, you felt like you were sneaking one in. Yeah, yeah. But we were, you know, like when, but like we were there, like at 
at freaking WrestleMania, for Christ's sake. I just watched it again recently in preparation for this, and I'm looking for myself. I couldn't find myself. <laughs> now, was this well, – maybe, Eric, maybe you know, if not if not growing. Was this one of the first ones or the first one with the Fan Fest? Might have been. I think this I was – no, this was definitely – I, I, I want to say I'm 90% sure it was the first Fan Fest because they did it around that time, and, like, they had the, the Paramount. People were watching it next yeah. door. Yep. And they were doing like a whole, they tried to, I think it was the whole like trying to make it. They didn't do that in nine because yeah, they Savage, couldn't. Savage busted into the fan fest. In, uh, Which in the was Paramount. awesome. Yeah, he busted in there and jumped in with nice. the crowd. So that was cool. Um, fan fest is fan. They, they do a great job. So we, I took him when WrestleMania was here. I'd rather go to fan fest than anything else. But but what, what really got me for that one was Paul Bear was taking pictures in the coffin. That's awesome. I was like, I would kill for that. That's yeah. fucking great. This was, was it the one you were at, Grogan, the 10? Yeah, but I didn't go to Fan Fest. Like, I was 14. I want to say I probably would have had that, no, I'm too cool to stand in the crosswalk. But I, like, looking back, I would have been pissed I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. still, I think it was more geared towards like 10. Yeah. No, you, know, you, know, you, you, you hit that one age where, like, I'm too cool for this. But I mean, I was still like, holy shit, and like explaining to my sister, this is the whiny bitch who's like, you know, Bret Hart's brother, and this is why, you know, I'm explaining to her each match. Isn't it? And you know what I noticed also? There's a lot more gimmick shit in those matches. Like each match had a weird, different like stipulation when you look Wait, at it. Well, which we're going to yeah, get to. Because one, one of them really annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah. To me, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> well, all right, let's jump into it. By the way, again, I don't know what, I don't know what the network does, Peacock. But they don't give you every match anymore, and it, it's no. annoying. No, they don't. I don't know. I don't know why either. Like, I don't know what the reasoning for that is. Because but... I was saying it because the first match was the Heavenly Bodies with uh, Jim Cornette and Jimmy Del Rey, whoever the hell that is. Jigolo Jimmy Del Rey taking on well, the Bushwhackers. Yeah, Tim, man, I this wasn't God. on the network. No, they Tim, don't do. How, they how don't do you them. not know who all these guys are? Who the hell is I don't know. No, also, you got to remember. You weren't a territory guy. You only watched WWE. No, but this, at this time. Well, Heavenly Bodies were a big WWE. I mean, not a big, but they were. No, I know. Yeah, they, they were. were. Yeah, but 9, 10, 11, I didn't watch. Because that was my, oh, my God. I can't stand the I can't stand the clown. I can't stand the garbage guy. I can't stand the fucking booker. I can't. So I used to watch Raw, but nothing else. Okay. So all these okay. WrestleManias, this this is the first time I've seen this entire WrestleMania, by the way. Today. No shit. I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't think I've so, ever watched this one. So I it's think the first it's time I've today. watched it since I've been there. There you go. But see, is it safe to say <laughs> you can you can both correct me if I'm wrong? This is one of the worst WrestleManias, yet it has two of the greatest matches ever in the history of WrestleMania in it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Remember, remember, we did we did the best, our favorite WrestleMania matches, and both the uh, Owen Hart and Brett and the latter match were both in those, in those yeah. li- on those lists. Yeah. But overall, as a card, I mean, this this fucking this is horrible. No, and like Rogan said, some of these some of these uh, stipulations were just stupid. Each one had some like sort of weird stipulation. It, it seemed. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, so I can't, I can't, I can't reference this match now because it wasn't on. So, but Grogan, do you have any any recollection of the of the Heavenly Bodies fighting the Bushwhackers? Yeah, and you know what? I mean, I was so in at that point, like I was such a fan that I knew it was a dark match. Oh, you so know it was what I mean? dark. It was definitely dark. It was a dark match. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's good then. We so they kicked it off right after that match. They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they introduced they introduced like Vince McMahon, like you know. 
And you start seeing like all those things on the screen. They started showing like you know, yeah, for the start of the show. So you knew that was just a that let's get our sound match. right match. Yeah, that was the the checkpoint. Yep. I like really, you know I I knew everything that was supposed to go on, and I'm like, this is a dark match. <laughs> well, so, the, the, the first official match, like you said, was Brett versus Owen, which we've talked about because you know you got two of the best going at it. Um, my favorite part of this was when they flashed back to Brett, first time, the only time he ever wore shorts, the, yep. the pink, the pink onesie with the short. I was like, dude, that threw me off a little bit. It messed up my mind. I'm not gonna lie. He had to separate himself from his brothers because he's that much of a fucking asshole. The, I was like, "Whoa, why?" Is he well, he wore this. He wore like a real singlet, not just the whole pants. A real singlet. He had. He had the uh, everything on top the of the time. same, but the little tiny shorts. I was like, "Dude, this is that's crazy. the that's the second time he's wore that." And, and I hope it was the last because it was the horrible. first time was the Survivor Series when they wrestled the Knights. Remember the Knights? No, see, if, if, if this was around that time, I I wasn't watching the pay per views. I only watched it. Royal. Was right. It, it was, was the Survivor. No, that's just, what that was. That's it was a Survivor about. Series previous to that. Yep. Yeah, they. Yeah, that's what it was. They flashed that's back to that. Yeah, they flashed back to it. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Anyway, we all know about this match. It was it was a great match. Uh Owen wins it. Shy I was shocked myself that he won. Back then anyway. Yeah, I, said, I, was I, too. Remember, I was too. I remember my sister going, like, cause you heard Owen going, Yeah, you know, him being a real dick. And I remember my sister going, I hate this guy. Like she had no <laughs> she had no idea who anybody was. So she was catching up as I was catching. And she so you gotta give it to Owen. For oh, making yeah. someone who had no idea what was going on, hate him. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, he was great. He was a great dick. He was yeah. a great, great a dick. Heel. He was a good heel. And it was, was great for them to set that up where he beat, and then eventually, you know, Brett, and then that sets up the "I beat you before you got this" and the feud later on. It was a perfect way to do. It, it was. It was good. So I, I agree. What can we say about this match? Like I said, this this match made our all our top WrestleMania list, so we can skip this one, but. Can we talk about Cy Sperling? Do we all know who Cy Sperling is? I'm not only the head club president, but I'm also a client. So he pops up on the. I'm like, why is Cy Sperling at WrestleMania not at 10? And I'm not. That's not right. And he gave Howard Finkel the wig. Yeah. Of, he, he, of, he put the weave on him. Yeah. None of the none of the WrestleMania celebrities were really like. No. Well, that was the equivalent of, of that was the equivalent of trending back then because Cy Sperling was hot. The I hair guess. club for men was all over everything, and Vince is smart on throwing like the, you know, like the he's popular, but only in certain. You know what I mean? Vince followed the, Ronda the demographic. Any Garth up all night. Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Come on, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Vince knew what he was doing. And Burt Reynolds was <laughs> everywhere. He was all up in there, Burt Reynolds. I mean, Burt Reynolds would have been Burt Reynolds anytime, I guess. He's, like, always famous, but still. I yeah. mean, Diane Wahlberg did. The, the introduction he gave was fucking awful when we yeah, got to it that. It was awful. Yeah. It was pretty awful. Um, So the next matchup, by the way, this is how it was introduced, and I couldn't stop laughing. It was Bam Bam Bigelow and his main squeeze. Yes. Luna Vachon. By the way, I rolled, I rolled, started laughing. Mm-hmm. Why is it his main, main squeeze? squeeze? That's what he called her, his main squeeze. Did not remember that at all. Yeah. Anyway, they, why is this a mixed tag match, by the way? Are they saying that a woman is equal as a midget? Which you wouldn't be able to get away with today. No, I think they just needed – I think they wanted a gimmick match, but they wanted something that would equate to this, the silliness of Dank. Well, why call it a mixed tag? Because it's not – a mixed tag is a man and a woman. They're why saying a woman is the equivalent of a third of a man. 
Yeah, that's what it comes there. across as me. Like, well, yeah, that and a mixed tag. You know, you have a midget and a and a wrestler, a midget and a, a two clowns, a midget and a regular guy, and then Bam Bam and yeah, mixed tag. And they're not allowed to fight. So again, that's a thing. So here's me explaining to my sister. No, like the midget has to fight the woman. <laughs> the midget can't be in the same ring as the big guy. With and a tattoo on his like head. The woman can't fight the clown. It's, it's, it was very. There's a lot of pressure on me as a 14 year old. <laughs> trying to explain <laughs> the ins and outs trying, of going to catch King. everybody out up on this, like all, all the uh, yeah, the rules. Yeah. Uh, this, this was a terrible match, and Bam Bam decided that he could jump real far, and he yeah. couldn't because he went for his big headbutt and he missed like and by he a hit, mile. And, and he hit the shoulder, and you know they covered up and oh, he hit him in the shoulder, and he got the three count. I was like, dude, he fucked that up. Who he was commentary on that? It was Vincent who? Vincent Lawler. Jerry Lawler. Jerry yeah. Lawler. Because that's yeah, when well, Jr. got fired again, I think. And by the way, Lawler said at the end of the match, Doink and Dean came up a little short, which I thought was funny. Which was awesome. Yeah, it's great. And like, but I gotta say, really short. Like, in the absence of Boss Man, I know, like you know, Eddie's gonna. Bam Bam was the glue. He was what? The glue. Bam Bam, Bam did this. Now? He did this. Making himself look like an idiot, like following this. And then he did the LT thing. You know what I mean? He was just there. He was a good wrestler that could be the guy that fought stupid matches. And he hired Oliver Humperdinck instead of one of the established. The big and then he was a million-dollar corporation guy after that. Like, he just kind of went where... He went to WCW too when the, fr the went, first uh, WWF didn't pan out in '88. He wound up in WCW. He's a good ECW, worker. ECW, WCW. ECW. Yeah. He was all over, man. Underrated wrestler. And I did think a lot so. of stupid shit. Did cartwheels. Yeah. That was all cool. Uh -huh. Beast that's, from that's, the East. That's why my name is Beast from the East today. I, I was thinking about him. Um, all right. So next up, well, this is this is here we go with the gimmick matches. We got Crush. Versus Macho Man Randy Savage, and, and nice. I'm gonna say I cried for Randy Savage in this match because it didn't make any sense to me. You, it's false count anywhere. Two out of three. Two out of three. But if you pin them outside the ring, they have 60 seconds to get to run, to run, run back, back in the ring. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I remember when that was going on. I'm thinking to myself, why? Why is this? Because it was a good match. If they just made it a, a regular, match, it would have been fantastic. Yeah, that's what I thought. These two going at it would have been a great, but in great the match, match. It turned out to be just like a like a weird two weird finishes, a bunch of weird finishes. And yeah, by it was the way, awful. let me ask you a question about Crush. By the way, what's his timeline? He went demolition, then he went Hawaiian good guy, or did he go live with this guy? This so Brian, guy. Brian, Adams Brian Adams in a nutshell is he started out in the Pacific Northwest. He was uh, Brian Adams, then he was the American Ninja. Then he, the WWF got wind of him because Bill Eady couldn't, so they hired him on as the third demolition. So he started out in WW. In your world, he was the third. He started out as demolition. Then demolition broke up. Bill Eady left, so they split demolition up. But Barry Darso, they wanted him to have a gimmick, so they gave him the Repo Man. Well, Crush had already signed again, and they saw a lot in him. Um, so they gave him, the, and he's a baby fan. He's a great, he's talented, great worker. So he was Hawaiian, good, he, Hawaiian he, good guy. He really is from Hawaii though. He's not like, like he doesn't talk like this, brah, but like he, he really is from Hawaii. He's a white guy from Hawaii. So they used it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they they played upon that, and then he's a big fucking strong dude. Got so into they, the doink thing. They kept kept him as crush and feuded with doink. He almost slammed Yokozuna, but then the whole savage thing came about because in real life they were really close friends. He was actually his bodyguard for a while. Oh, I didn't crush, know that. Okay. Crush was Randy so, Savage. So it was, it was it was it was crush demolition. demolition. Good guy, Hawaiian Kona, guy. Kona Crush. Then this bad guy, Crush. Evil Crush. And then he left okay. for a while. Then he came back as Nation of Domination Crush. Then he was DOA Crush. Then he went to WCW's Chronic. Then he came back to WWF as Chronic. And then he untimely well, passed I, away. I, see, speaking of me saying how strong he was, I actually I wrote one of my notes. He pressed Savage. And not and not Savage helping him the way the wrestlers do. Yeah. He pressed Savage no, in the aisle. He pressed oh, him yeah. and dropped, dropped him on his face. Me and Eric were talking last time about how, honestly, he probably could have stand like done the Yokozuna Slam if he wanted to. He could have. Oh, <laughs> because, you guys, my favorite summer was 92 where he actually faces Crush or Smash, the repo man. Yeah. And Smash is 275. Mm-hmm. And fucking Crush picked him up and he, and he not only had him up, but he fucking pumped him. Yeah. You know, and fucking Barry Darso wasn't helping him at all. So, I mean, Crush was a strong motherfucker, man. But let's not forget, he's kind of Crush now. So now he's like Hawaiian based, but he has Mr. Fuji because, you know, yeah, he had to make him evil. Evil Crush, yep. He had to make him evil and like the yep. Japanese influence on Hawaii and, you know. Yep. And, and I, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to give Savage also a little bit of credit because on that press, which I said, there was no Savage helping him. He pressed him and he dropped him on the fucking railing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Savage hit that railing. He Is that why really, he's bleeding? Yes, he hit that railing, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I don't know if that was on purpose. Like he took that for the one for the team, but he I'm hit sure, that sure really he hard. I'm and then sure he did. Crush got the pin, and then had Savage had to run it. I got he got the pin. You got the fall. That's it. It's two out of three falls, no holds barred. Why you have to run back in the ring? I have no idea. Savage waited, of course, so three seconds and hopped yeah, he ring. actually got me there. I was like, "The Savage, no, he actually got me." I was like, "He's not going to make it back in. He made it on the last second. Yeah, <laughs> but I think Savage was a little was still fucked up from that face shot because I I wrote this down too. I don't know if you guys remember the part of the match where Savage is upside down in the corner, mm. and Crush was basically hitting him in the balls. Mm. And yeah. Savage Savage was no selling it though. I don't even know if he was awake during that part. But Crush is punching him in the nuts, basically. I think he actually got hurt. And Savage is laying there like, dude. He like, might have like, been concussed, yeah. He might have been a little fucked up. Yeah, I think he might have been concussed. I read that this was his last uh, televised uh, WWE match. And, yeah, because he left shortly after that. Yeah, he is, went, they stuck him in comment, comments for real commenting for a while, and then he left, yeah. Which is awesome for me to say that I saw the last one. Yeah, um, that is awesome. Yeah. But it was I, weird being there live because you're watching it on the screen when they end up outside. Hmm. Yeah. It's just that arena. It's not never, the same as watching it at home. That's it's true. one of those things. Yeah, I ne- I never saw Savage live. Oh, never shit, I, really? I saw him. Oh my god! I saw like classic Savage when he was the IC champ. I saw him when he was face Savage. Saw him when he was Macho King. Yeah, I saw him like three. That's rough, Tim. That really sucks, man. Yeah, I saw every incarnation of him. <laughs> it, hurt, it hurts my parts when I think about it. What are you gonna <laughs> do? Um, yeah, so anyway, they I mean, the match was very too very not good, like it was just like it was beneath, I think, to both of them. But yeah. Savage drags him out to the back, and there's the convenient scaffolding that's in the middle of a rampway. Scaffolding, yeah. they just happen to be like, with a rope attached to it, or he's like doing drywall, yeah. Oh, let's leave this here, 
Yeah, ties a rope to Crush's leg, gets back in the ring. Crush, but he couldn't even secure him. Did you see how he fell yeah. on his fucking head? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he just tied his leg. He hung him upside down for a good, you know, thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. I'm bad with I'm bad with knots. Also, I could see how that would be. Yeah. Until yeah, until he fell down. Uh, so Crush couldn't get back in the ring. Match over. I was like, what a shitty. When you have two guys as good as these who could have put on a match, what a shitty gimmick, stupid match to have with these two guys. It felt rushed. Yeah. yeah. And it was, what was it? Let me see. How long was it? It was. That'd be a good 12, 14 minutes. 9.49. Yeah, 9.49. It, it felt rushed. It did feel rushed. Everything felt rushed. Well, that's because it was a pay, that was a that was a pay per view. Vince yeah. wants everything. I get it, but it just felt rushed. Yeah, well, it was beneath Randy Savage, and, it was, and I'll even say it was beneath Crush too, because it was just a shitty, gimmicky, like it falls anywhere. Cool, two out of three falls. Cool. What's this running back in the ring nonsense? Doesn't make yeah, any sense. I don't know. Just to add more tension. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next up, Alundra Blaze. Oh, that's right. Lelani Kai. And me and me and uh, Jerry Lawler were on the uh, same page because when I saw Lelani Kai in the ring, I was like, wow, she's just not attractive. No. I could have swore, swore she was one of the good-looking ones back in the day. I, I don't think so. And I don't think so. And as that's running through my head, Jerry Lawler goes, oh, what a looker. And I started dying laughing again. I'm like, thank you, I'm like, thank you Jerry. You said that right out. Yeah. Um, well, she wrestled at WrestleMania 1, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Yep. So this is who you're throwing out there. Like, this is how much they cared about women's wrestling, man. Like, you're throwing this, like, antiquated chick out there against Alundra Blaze. Who probably wasn't antiquated. She was probably only, like, 33. She was only, like, yeah. Like, she, she, I was, looked her up. she was born in 1960, so she was 34 years old. Then. She was a rough 34. Oh, she yeah. was a rough 34, yeah. I dated rough 34. She was up there. <laughs> but uh, she was like, you know, like, I don't know. It was just very basic and just putting Alundra Blaze over. And then they showed Mula at the, at the, on the sidelines. Like, I don't know. You could have done better, but they weren't trying to push that. No, yeah. that was they, that was just basically a, a, here, have a woman's match. Give her a payday. That's it. Uh, and yeah, they they cut backstage uh, after that match to uh, Ronda Shears getting her attention. Uh, HBK comes in, you know, says, "I know why you're here. You're with me. Let's take this picture." And then HBK gets bitch slapped by Burt Reynolds. No shit, yeah, it was funny. I missed that it one. Funny. I missed that. Funny. Yeah, so Ronda Shears ended up leaving with Burt Reynolds, and HBK was like, "All right, whatever," and he walked <laughs> off. So it, it was kind of funny. Um, where are we next? I have my notes. Uh, oh yeah, which really, really, really annoys me. Men on a mission. Oh god, that whole thing. Oh yeah. Fighting the Quebecers for the World Tag Team Championship. And I actually went to the bathroom during that match and just kept the door open and listened to it. <laughs> this was 741 I, of pain. I like that match. I liked it. You like the Quebecers. Yeah. Which by the way, the, the Vince well Vince accidentally called them Mounties. It probably Which, yeah. one, one of them said the Mounties. And they're like, no, that's not the Mounties, it's the Quebecers. So, oh, they, had to, they, they had to correct them right on fucking TV. By the way, General yeah. had a couple of great Alundra Blaze lines also, which is like, I know how to get Mabel to lose weight, just introduce him to Alundra Blaze and look at her <laughs> face and he'll lose his appetite. I mean, that was great. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Just a couple of great like lines. He's got good one look, man. Yeah. He really does. He wasn't as good as Bobby Heenan, but he was good. It was up He's there. close. Yeah. He's close. Well, this was a disqualification. It was a boring match. I really didn't like it. Well, uh, Mo's, about, Mo's about 87 years old. Yeah, 
I mean, Mabel, Mabel, Mabel didn't even hit his peak weight yet. No, he was still, he was still visceral weight. Yeah. When he was visceral weight, he was huge. Yeah. yeah, Everyone's like, you know, Vince, I mean, obviously saw something in him that always a big guy. We could use him. Yeah. Vince like big guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trivia that just came out recently. uh, Undertaker put Viscera in the Ministry of Darkness because he didn't want to fight him. He's a a sloppy, hard worker. I didn't want to fight him. So let's put him with with me so I don't have to fight him. And Oscar, like weekend. eventually they got rid of the Oscar thing, which is good because he was terrible. Yep. Terrible. Yeah. Did you like terrible. Oscar? Uh, no, I mean the whole rapping, the whole nineties rapping thing. I mean, it was like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. And then they show like, you know, the most uncoordinated white people going. <laughs> oh yeah. That's well they that's, that's just... I think what they wanted to achieve. <laughs> I think uh, yeah. What was the th- what's the current? I don't even know if they're still current. There's a there's a Ah, shit. When I was watching that, like, a couple of years ago with Jerry, like, there's a team that does, like, their, uh, shit. I don't know. They're, a, ra- a rapping thing? They're not a rapping thing, but they're, they're the same way. Fuck, what are they called? But it's a couple of, like, you know, and the kids are into it, and they do that. And This is wrestling you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. They're, like, um, like the Nation of Domination, PG-13? No, 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 no. It's more recent than that. Well... I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look it up. But again, it's the same thing. It's about getting people dancing and shit like that. It's not about wrestling. No, this was a horrible match. I'm gonna look it up. Look at. He's probably Uh, talking about probably talking about either the new day or new day. Oh, the new day. The new day. Yeah. Same thing. At least the new days can wrestle though. Okay. Can wrestle, but yeah, they they were they they were three guys who were really all about the getting that crowd involved. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that wonderful match, we actually get thrown out our first championship match. Oh, it was Runa taking on Lex Luger, the first How match for the world title. Hard was Vince trying to sell Lex Luger. Uh, now, I see, see again, you, you're on my mind. I wrote it down right here. When he came out, Vince's exact quote, the very embodiment of the red, white, and blue. I oh. said, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, he's like an Amway salesman trying to fucking. You know, not letting you go until you buy something. Listen to this crowd, and the crowd was not into it at all. Mr. Perfect, for some reason, was the guest referee. I hate special referees. And he came out in his his white shirt. They're not going to take any shit. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this match was, again, when when Yokozuna, being as big as he is, is a better worker than you, you got a problem. And that's not taking anything away from Yoko. That's shitting on Lex Luger. Dude, yeah. you're terrible. If yeah. 500, well, not five, he was more than that. 600 pound Yokozuna can out fucking, you know, out, outdo you in a wrestling yeah. match. But it's not, that, that's, you know, he already had a leg up on him. He's Samoan. He got, you know, he got trained right and wrestling. And Yoko blood. Falling, yeah. falling out of the ring. Oh my God. This guy was getting hit and. Flat out, throwing himself back. I mean, yeah, he threw himself out of the ring backwards, and I was like, "Dude, Yoko was Yoko was uh, Yoko was great, man. He was really well. well, This was the and and this again. You have a championship match. I understand Brett's going to win it later. Sorry, spoiler for anybody who's watching. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's been out thirty years. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Mr. Perfect referee, and and disqualifies Lex Luger. Well, first of all, you got you got you got Lex Luger hits him with the bionic elbow mm. and drops him, which is a, a stupid move. Mm. That was terrible. 
drops him Yokozuna down. By the way, again, he took fantastic bumps, Yoko. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuji, Jim Cornette interferes, ends up in the ring. Fuji ends up in the ring. Mr. Perfect decides I'm not going to count three because I want them out of the ring first. Lex Luger gets pissed, grabs Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect disqualifies Lex Luger in a world championship match for touching a referee. Now, yeah. if you watch this match over again, Grogu, you just watched it. I don't know if, if I can remember. All he says is ring the bell, and then he walks out. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't explain to Howard Finkel what happened. Mm-hmm. So Howard Finkel has to come out and say, oh, well, he disqualified him for touching the ref, so here's your winner by disqualification. I got to say, I knew that. Yeah, you knew it. <laughs> I knew when he shoved him. And then he oh. went like that, that. That's what it was. I yeah. knew he was calling the match. I mean, but, but you yeah. think you, Mr. Perfect would sell it saying, Hey, Howard, this is what happened. But he just yeah. went like this. He rang the bell and he, and he left. He literally walked out of the out of the, the arena. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Lex Luger chases him down, and Mr. Perfect had the best line. And again, I don't know if he meant to stutter, but, uh, you know, Luger's yelling at him, and he says, That's my story, and I'm. Sticking to it, just the way he said it. Again, I don't know if he did it on purpose or he was just kind of stuttering in the moment. But the way he said it, sticking to it, I cracked up laughing. <laughs> yeah. He that also looks awesome. like really jacked up. That's awesome. Like I said, even though, even though, why can't you have a straight, a straight beat, a defeat? Then why, why something as stupid as this? Because Lex Luger can't lose because he's the embodiment of the American dream. <laughs> It was, a shittily, it was a shittily booked WrestleMania, man. It's, he can't like, he, he can't lose because yeah, the entire American economy is based on it. So, uh, by the way, after this match, now they were setting up, you know, Yoko and Brett in the main event. They showed two montage videos. Now I don't know what the music they used back then. Maybe they 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 used different music and they don't have the rights to it, so they had to throw in shitty generic music. But it was horrible, <laughs> horrible, shitty, generic highlight reels of, of of both guys, and it was fucking god awful. So, yeah. so it was bad. It was bad. And again, now now we fast forward to very very oddly, Harvey Whippleman picking on uh, Howard Frankel because of his hairpiece. Yes, setting up a huge feud. Yeah. Yeah. Which which is thirty five seconds long. This feud, by the way, uh, Adam Bomb comes out to defend. I know, I know, Grogan loves Adam Bomb. But wait a minute, before that, you got to remember that that Harvey Bubbum is going for the cheap heat, where it's like, you know, you're a you know scumbag, cocksucker, fat, and you like the New York Yankees. Howard Finkel's from Jersey. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. New York Yankee because he's just trying to get that boo. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. Really that's true. <laughs> that's how you well, work. Yeah, Adam Bomb out. comes out because Adam Bomb is awesome. Well, J- well, Jack's funny. Can't match him as a referee. Uh, technically, he could, but yeah. at a wrestle, but at a WrestleMania, you, you can't have ends. You can't have yeah. Like it's it's a horrible way to end a match at a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So yeah, uh, Adam Bomb comes out to, to mess with uh, to beat up on Howard Finkel, and then Earthquake yeah. comes out. Squashes the shit out of Adam Bomb in 35 seconds. Mm-hmm. End of the match. Adam Bomb's a joke. Er, and Vince McMahon has the balls to say maybe Yokozuna will see Earthquake down the road. No. And it's going to imagine we're all going, that's never going to happen. No. We all knew that was never going to happen. Well, they did happen. their sumo things. Didn't they do a sumo thing? That they they did do a sumo thing. Earthquake was a legit sumo guy. Like, legit oh. tough. 
But that was ridiculous. That earthquake just came out and murdered one of the best wrestlers of all time. Yeah, it was. It was bad. And by, by, by the way, Eric, I know you're going to be upset with me at this, but I'm going to kind of shit on Brett at the end of this next match. So oh not God. shit on him. I'm not going to shit on him. I'm just going to point something out. Um, so that was the other one. was the last one, right? Oh, no. So now we got the ladder match. Ladder match. Ladder how match. Much, how much do we have to say about the ladder match? We've always talked about it. If you ask any wrestling fan, it's fucking top 10 greatest matches of all time. Not just at WrestleMania. Just altogether. Ever. Yeah, ever. And I actually, because Gro- you were there, Grogan, I wanted to ask you, did you understand the significance of what you were watching at the time, or was it just holy shit? I was absolutely it? did. This was the I first time did. we saw a ladder at WrestleMania. This yeah, might have been the first time we really see a ladder on TV. Yeah. I, I think the only, other, the only other one was a Super Series, Brett and Sean, right? Was that before this one, though? No. That was nope. after, wasn't it? I don't know. I think it was before... Might have been, but I didn't, yeah. So, like, all the things they were doing with it, like, you know, just, like, the ingenuity of coming up with a different thing when he first slid into him with the ladder and then, like, you know, like, falling down on and pushing him with the ladder and then laying on the ropes, all that stuff. <clears throat> when it ended, I literally looked at my sister, and I'm not even, like, I was like, that's one of the best matches that you'll ever see. Like, that's going to go down. And I knew it. And I was right. Yeah. And I've read about it, and they said there's been better ladder matches, but not mm. up until then. Well, they're talking know. about that's because because the Hardys, the Dudleys, and the Edge and Christian took it to a next fucking level where they were. Yeah, but they eight, overdid eight, it. And now none ladders, of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now none of them have a career because they're all hurt. Like, but honestly, it like pisses me off now that I know what I know, which is the ten, you know, the ten man tag, you know, that was supposed to come after. Now that we know that. These guys just took their time with it. And there was another match that just wasn't there. Because I'm like, no, it can't be like the main event now because we're missing a match at the time. I'm like, I didn't do get you, do, you, do you remember who those guys were supposed to be? Yeah. Who, who, was, guys who was it? Shit. It was IRS, the Head Shrinkers. Ah, uh, shit. Um, One, two, three kid was in there somewhere, I think. Well, on the other side, the other Jeff side. Jarrett was on the on the heel side. IRS had drinkers, Jeff Jarrett and Rick Martel. Wow, wow! And was smoking guns weren't in that? Smoking guns were on the other end with one, two, three kids, Sparky Plug, Sparky Plug, Bob Holly. Wow! And shit, I forgot the fit, but they ended up doing that match Tatanka. on like Raw and Tatanka. I, 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 I threw that out there. It had to be Tatanka. They ended up doing that like two weeks later on Raw. And what they gave away was they made up a thing where all the heel guys were arguing over who would be the captain, and that's why they didn't do the match. <laughs> they actually did a thing. And the whole re- but the whole reason is that they were trying to they were trying to reach these guys and Sean and Razor just said fuck you and kept going. Well, now that we know what we know, Sean Razor Diesel, the click, they pretty much ran that shit back in the day, and yeah, you know. <laughs> but I mean, out of that whole card, I mean, the more matches you could have, I mean, that tiny match with Adam Bum. I mean, you're talking about a basic like four or five matches out of a out of your flagship pay per view, yeah, anniversary. 
Yep. And you're talking about like, I mean, not that that match would have been epic, <laughs> but shit, give people another match. It's true. I mean, you guys tell me. I don't know. But anyway, go ahead. So yeah, ladder match ends, and they go yeah. straight to the main event, right? The main and again, which the main event, which I don't know. Brett was tired. Brett was hurt. Uh, Yoko tired. Yoko hurt. I don't know, but it was, to me, it wasn't really that great of a match. Brett always has to pretend he's hurt so that he could yeah. tell a story. It could have been yeah. a it could have been a better match, but I mean, they both wrestled twice. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they both wrestled twice. It's and, harder uh, on Yoko to wrestle twice than it is for Brett. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, you know, we had Jenny Garth and, and Donnie Wahlberg down there for this one. Oh, God. So, Donnie so, you know. Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, what was it talking about this match, though, was you know, everyone, everyone, you know, Bret Hart now will go out there and say, because we sometimes we think he's a little delusional, I beat Yokozuna at WrestleMania. Well, Yoko fell. He fell. Remember that? He lost his balance. Yeah. And fell on his head. Mm-hmm. And Bret Hart just happened to pin him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, that that that's like a shitty way to end it because, and, and I know, oh, this is this is one of the greatest things ever. And Bret's like, he did the impossible. No, Yokozuna fell off his ass onto his head, and Bret just happened to pin him. Well, how yeah. about how about how he beat Piper? He he did the same thing he did to Steve Austin with the sleeper and and flipped over and pinned him. And yeah. It's the same in the same vein as what he did to Yokozuna. So as far as like you know originality goes for a finisher, Brett scores a zero for me. Yeah, because I'm just saying you didn't really no you, you didn't you didn't submit him, you didn't hit your finisher to make him you know make him you know tap out. You didn't you didn't really beat him. Beat him. He fell. Brett was great, but like he lacked that last bit of pizzazz that he could have had. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just something I don't know. Well, let's not forget that it, again. Like every time someone like beats Yokozuna, like the entire freaking face community has to come up and put him on his shoulders. Oh yeah, they all came out of the locker room. What is yeah. that? Because it's Yokozuna and he's so unbeatable. Well, that's what Vince was trying to sell it. He's selling. Oh my God, he did the. Improbable. I were waving an American flag for a Canadian who just beat him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he did the impossible. I'm like, well, technically, he didn't do the impossible. Yokozuna fell off the middle rope onto his head and yeah. knocked himself unconscious. Yeah, not not really a great win. Now, did he capitalize? Yes, yes he did. Yes, but he did. He got, he got, the, he got was the it pin. innovative. Was it yeah, innovative? Zach, I would like to have seen an actual move done, like some kind of freaky move done to pin Yokozuna for the three, rather yeah. than him just falling off the middle rope onto his head. Yeah. So, yeah. Brett likes that middle rope to finish. I'll tell you, he does. So, like I said, Grogu, once again, how did this match go over live? Well, everyone, I do remember people being really pissed about Lex Luger. I mean, the whole freaking place, guys cursing and everything, like, when Lex Luger didn't do it. But when Lex Luger didn't do it, and, like, no titles shit, like, changed hands, the, like, I knew that Brett was going to win. Because there had to be a title change. Uh Maybe not, but I figured, no, this is what it's all gearing up to. So when he won, it wasn't, like, a shock to me. Again, it was like underwhelming how he won it. <laughs> I guess to me, the, the crowd didn't seem into it. Was it was underwhelming how he won it. Even even when all the wrestlers came out and they're putting them up, they were like, "Hey, whatever." Hey. Yeah, and like, yeah, they, freaking... they didn't seem like there's like, hey, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like all right, the big big guy fell on his head. All right, you know, hey. 
I mean, think about it. Think about the people who beat, like, you know, Lex Luger with the count out, even Hogan with the win. Like, people are just on, like, no one really definitively beat Yokozuna. No. Yeah. Yeah, and when people did, it was just like trying, they tried to celebrate it so much, like, that it just, it looks silly. Yeah, it did. Like, Yoko, got, Yoko got the salt of the face from when Hogan beat him. Then there was a count out. And then this debacle. Yokozuna dominated his year or year and a half or whatever it was in a way that a lot of people haven't. Yeah. Yeah. I know he was top three, maybe, as far as his era. Yeah. You know, it was, you know, people kind of paid to see him. I mean, in the Royal Rumble previously, he he killed The Undertaker. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He killed (laughs) The Undertaker. He murdered him, literally. He murdered him. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, overall, not a great WrestleMania. This is why I think this is just at the time I wasn't really watching. So I watched Raw. That's really about it. Horrible. Back-to-back horrible WrestleManias. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Never, it was a rough time. Even, even, though, even, even the one after this, 95, wasn't that great. Like, Was that the Lawrence Taylor one? That was Diesel versus Sean in the main event. Like, that was... That WrestleMania wasn't great either. Like, how how many? I'm, I have no concept of time. How far are we away from actual WrestleMania? It is we are. Oh, so next week will be our last show before WrestleMania. Yep. So next Tuesday we should do. Uh, I think we should do eleven next week. Oh my God, this is eleven. Eleven. I didn't watch. Twelve is twelve. The first one I watched in a long time. Well, was it thirteen? After the Lawrence Taylor one, they lost me. That's your Salvatore sincere years. Yeah, and yeah, like your Wayland Mercies and your Dumpster Drosies and your. That's that's when it started to lose me a little bit. Your pig farmers and your clowns. Yeah, and- your Godwins and your Triple H's and your slot matches and yeah, that's that's where I started to started to go. Yeah, I agree with that. So after I'm done with all those, I'm gonna go back to like WrestleMania one and then restart. Nice. <laughs> and watch your like you know, SD Jones. Yeah, like, SD Jones lose to King Kong Bundy in a minute. Yeah, I met SD Jones. Ridgewood, Why? Ridgewood, the Ridgewood Grove Arena. How much money did you give him? <laughs> he he was uh at the Ridgewood Ridgewood Groves <laughs> Arena when I used to be there. That's the first time I ever saw wrestling live. And yeah. I laughed because Jimmy Snooker was supposed to be there and he didn't show up. And then after watching The Dark Side of the Ring, I knew why he didn't show up because he was crazy. Okay. And he didn't show up at any time he wanted to show up. He just didn't show up. So we had the Tonga Kid come anyway. Okay. So I, that, I remember seeing Tonga Kid, Bob Backlund. I touched Bob Backlund's sweaty back because we were ringside. And okay. I, touched, I touched him when he fell near us. It was pretty gross. Yeah, and, I then, and then in the parking lot, my mother was taking me and my cousins back to the car, and he, we were like, "Hey, he's like, these all your kids?" She's like, "No, no, no, just just one of those many." Oh, okay. See, well, all these kids. He, oh, hi, you know what I'm saying? You know, back then, no phone, so couldn't take a picture with him or anything. Yeah. So sorry you know, to hear that. That was my first wrestling greatness. SC Jones. <laughs> that was it. Right. SC Jones, the Tonga Kid, and Bob Backlund. It's like when I met Captain Lou Albano in a restaurant. I went up to him. He came up to me and goes, hey, kid, you watch the Mario show? And I'm like, no. <laughs> the Mario show. That's not, why, that's not why I'm shaking your hand, dude. 
You're, you're fucking Captain Lou, that's why. You're fucking Captain Lou, right? Yeah. Do the Mario. Yeah. Swing which, your which was fun. Which was fun. Side. No. No. <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess we're going to wrap it up there. But I said next week, um, WrestleMania is only a week away now, which is awesome. So What number are they up to? 39. I think I looked up. It's 39. By the way, like, just want to point this out. I was, I was, uh, I was talking to a little kid probably like 10 years ago or whatever it was. And they were talking, talking about wrestling. And it was, they, I was like, what number are they up to? And it's like 20, whatever. And I'm like, you know, I was at WrestleMania 10 and the kid looked at me like I said I was at the fucking Gettysburg address. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This kid's like, what? 10? This is 39, <laughs> 39 years ago. I remember, you know, you're watching the first one. Yeah, like these, like, I mean, I can understand. I'm fucking ancient. It makes me feel terrible. It is. It's depressing as shit. Yeah, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you guys for reminding me of that. It's nice. nice every, every week we remind ourselves of this. <laughs> That's all we do every week. Every week, holy shit, I'm old. Mm-hmm. And every time one of our heroes sprouts out something, you know, ridiculous like Hogan or Brett, you're like, God damn, we're old. Andy, Kauf- Andy Kaufman's going in, I heard. I just I, ju- I just saw that today. I just saw that today. So so yeah. far, yeah, we have uh, the great Muda and fucking Andy Kaufman and who was the other person we said? Uh, know, Ray Mysterio. Ray, Ray Mysterio. Mysterio. Last week, yeah, last week, yeah. And there's rumor that uh, Stacey Keebler is going in. There's uh, again Batista was supposedly was supposed to, and again they're shitting on him. I don't know why. Something happened where he's too good for the Hall of Fame. All of a sudden, who's this? Yeah. Batista. Oh fuck him, man! He's I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's gonna be the last one they announce. Usually, the last one they announce is one of the bigger stars. So, maybe yeah, but at the end, I don't know. I'm, I'm about over has, Batista. He has Guardians of the Galaxy three coming out. He's gonna have to do something to promote it. So, it is too uh, bad too. Like I was there, I helped train him. Like I was one of his beat up dummies, and like I was there the very first time he ever set foot in a wrestling ring. I was right there. No, nah, well, that guy pisses me off on his fucking recent acting things. Anyway. Uh, he's, he, he's he's a where he was like he's like no I don't want to do that anymore I'm a serious actor fuck you dude yeah fuck off you're a fucking fuck actor you. you're, you're, you're fucking lucky piece. you're lucky you even got what you got I mean yeah what now you're Marlon Brando because you don't want to do guys yeah guys so sorry you make fucking uh, twenty million a picture I, yeah. I you know don't cash the residual checks then you prick <laughs> all right so next week I think we'll we'll, we'll hit eleven. 11. We, we maybe, should, because that's maybe, a shit show, maybe, too. Maybe 11 and 12, because I know 13 was a, a major comeback. That was, that was the... Uh, 13 was a, was a good one. 13, 13 was, was a good one. Stone Cold Brett, and that was to be... Uh, yeah, see, 11. I was out of it by then. I don't know that one. Maybe 11, and, 11 and 12, man. I got to say, I gotta say the, the Diesel Sean main event was disappointing to me. Um, you know what? We'll do 11 and 12 next week. We, we 13, should, yeah. 13 was the Attitude Era, so we know 13 was good. I watched 13. I was back. I was yeah. back in full force with 13, so. Yeah, I saw it, too. I saw it live. So we'll do 11 and 12 next week. Plus, uh, at some point next week, maybe Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, uh, I'm sure Hollywood Dave will come back, and we're going to do a WrestleMania preview show. Don't forget, it's two nights. They can't do one night anymore. WrestleMania is April 1st and 2nd. Saturday and Sunday, we will do a pre-show. We will go over every match, make our predictions. I think this year we're going to actually write down our predictions and see how we do. I did real good on the last preview. I think I only got one wrong. So I'm going to keep track of that shit. I'm in it uh, for gambling on it. Uh, we can figure out a way to do that, I guess. Yeah, we can run a pool. 
Yeah, we can figure out some how to do that. That's, that that'd be fun. But uh, Grogu, your mother, welcome to come back next week for eleven and twelve. I'll let you know if I can catch up to it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we will once WrestleMania is over, we will get back to the trial of the Ultimate Warrior, which I know everyone's. I, I did get several messages. When did I miss that show? You did not miss that show. We had to postpone yeah, no. that show. Yeah. It is coming. It is coming full force. Us three will all be there, plus Dave the lawyer and uh, the boss will be on, and Eddie. I don't want to come on. Uh, you know what, Eric? As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a little word of advice. Don't cross-examine Eddie. Oh, I'm going to tear Eddie to pieces. I don't care. I'm tearing. I'm tearing. I know he doesn't like him. I know he doesn't like him. He's anti-warrior. I'm just trying to give you a heads up. I know he is. You, you, have, you have you have the card stacked against you right now, my friend. Well, I want him stacked against me. Uh, I'm Jack McCoy from Law and Order. You're not going to put me. You're not taking me. I'm going to win. I'm going to okay. win. Eddie, listen, Eddie, 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 Eddie does not scare me. I don't care how many fucking Yankee jackets he has. I don't care. How I don't know, many, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. How many pairs of blue and white fucking sneakers he has? I'm just saying we haven't found anyone, or maybe you have, which is good, but we haven't I found have. anyone publicly on your side. That's what I I'm have. saying. Because Roger, we I know got. is anti-warrior. Eddie, I know is anti-warrior. And then uh, don't forget, don't forget the fourth, April fourth. My oh, tag yeah. team partner will be on. So yeah, so go ahead, say it. Announce it. Announce it. Announce it. Fight. A grand gesture. Announce it. Uh, well, on the fourth of April, we have a special show coming. Uh, my ex tag. Well, my he's. We're never stop being a tag team. He's my tag team partner. Um, we were the wild things on the independent circuit. Vincent Goodnight, uh, aka nowadays known as Vinny Lee Glamrock, doing a great thing on the uh, independents. He's going to be our special guest on the fourth. Um, He's going to have some footage to show us, possibly me wrestling. So cool. hope, hopefully, uh, if all, I mean, he's definitely going to be here, but we're hoping we can get the footage jacked over in time to, in time to get it. But either way, it's going to be a great show. Vince is a great guy. Vince has a great story of how he started and how he came up and how we got introduced. You know what I mean? It's just, we started on the same day. And, it's and just I, a- I can't wait to ask him about, you know, old Eric back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. We were a tag team for uh, let's see, we were a tag team from '98 to 2000. Yeah, so cool, awesome. Yeah. That's April 4th. Like I said, we'll have a WrestleMania preview show probably early Saturday afternoon, right before the show actually starts. Um, and the probably Ultimate Warrior will be coming up in a couple of weeks. Vincent, April 4th. We have a lot of good stuff coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you all stay tuned. Grogan, thank you very much for coming by again. We appreciate Thanks, it. Man. Especially your inside knowledge into WrestleMania 10 that you were there. Yeah, we had a we awesome. had a fucking ringer. We had a ringer in there. <laughs> um, I think I was on the side of the ladder also where I saw Sean's ass. Just letting you guys know. That's worth the ticket. That's worth the price of the ticket. It's worth the ticket. It's worth the price of the ticket. Wish I could have taken pictures back then, but phones weren't phones. I know. Yeah. Back then, you, you lucky snap that fucking thing. You'll get like half a like a half a leg in the picture. You know what that is? <laughs> Stupid. Fucking 90s or 80s, whatever it was. <laughs> the fuck, the fuck you, 90s. Fuck you, 90s. Fuck you, 90s. That's how we're going out. Well, that's the one thing I do like about today's world is we can just fucking whip a camera out anytime we want. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 it's the. It really is the bane of our existence, though, because like it's ruined everything. Yeah. In a way. In a way. In a way. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, fuck. All right, guys. Thank you for joining. Eric, my friend, I'll see you in the chats. I'll see you on the things. Bye, everybody. Remember one thing. We're better than you, and we know it. Peace out.